Good morning. Thanks for joining us today for our continued uh, study in Second uh, Corinthians. I hope you're enjoying uh, reading through this together. I know that I'm I'm enjoying teaching it. It's been uh, or just reflecting. Teaching maybe too bit of a strong strong word, but just reading and talking through Second Corinthians together. So I hope it's been a, a blessing to you as we dig a little deeper into God's Word. So thanks for being with us. However you're joining us, uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, thanks for all of you who find me at church and say that you've enjoyed this. But uh, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Any comments or questions, as well as what you may where you may want to go next. Uh, we've got a couple more chapters before we finish. 2 Corinthians, and then we'll find somewhere else to go in Scripture. So um, so anyway, I'd love to hear any thoughts you have upon that. Today we're going to be reading um, 2 Corinthians chapter 11. We'll be 11, uh, chapter, uh, verse 1 through verse 15. We're going to split chapter 11 into two sections. So uh, chapter 11 of 2 Corinthians 1 through 15. I wish you would bear with me in a little foolishness. Do bear with me. I feel a divine jealousy for you, for I promised you in marriage to one husband to present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Virgin to Christ. But I'm afraid that the serpent, that as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts be led astray from sincere and pure devotion to Christ. For someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we proclaimed, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or a different gospel from the one, the one you accepted, you submit to it readily enough. I think that I am not in the least inferior to these super apostles. Paul's getting a little sassy there, isn't he? I may be untrained in speech, but not in knowledge. Certainly in every way and in all things we have made this evident to you. Did I commit a sin by humbling myself so that you might be exalted because I proclaimed God's news to you free of charge? I robbed other churches by accepting support from them and others to serve you. And when I was with you, I was in need. I did not burden anyone. For my needs were supplied by the friends who came from Macedonia. So I refrained and will continue to refrain from burdening you in any way. As the truth of Christ is in me, this boast of mine will not be silenced in the regions of Acadia. And why? Because, because do I not love you? God knows that I do. And what I do, I will also continue to do in order to deny an opportunity to those who want as an opportunity to be recognized as our equals in ways they boast about. For such boasters are false apostles, deceitful workers, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is not strange if his ministers also disguise themselves as ministers of righteousness. This end will match, their end will match their deeds. So I think I've shared with you before that Paul and many of the other ministers, pastors, apostles in this day would, would, would travel from town to town and they would preach they would set up church, they would do ministry in the church, then they would move on to the next town. They were, I mean, in the American context, they would be almost like your early Methodist circuit riders. They were always moving, always going. If you read the book of Acts, you see that Paul is constantly on another missionary journey. So Paul would go from town to town to town to town. Then someone would come behind him. And this is kind of where ordination came up because churches wondered, how do I trust this person that's preaching to me? So ordination came as a way to show who your teachers were. So you could say, well, I'm Paul. I, I mean, not Paul, but I'm so-and-so, and I was ordained by Athanasius. Oh, Athanasius, well, he's an Orthodox teacher, so we can trust the word of this person. Oh, I'm so-and-so, and I was ordained by Pelagius. Oh, Pelagius, well, he's a heretic, so we shouldn't trust what this person says. Ordination was basically a way to show your credentials and to show that you were you were verified, that you could be trusted. Because we see here, Paul said, I preach this gospel to you. And these false teachers, they came in 
and they deceived you. As the serpent deceived Eve, so were you deceived by these false teachers. And that's why I like that he says, uh, verse 5, I, I think that I am not the least uh, and the least inferior to these super apostles. What you see here is Paul is talking, talking about the humility that he came to. He said, I didn't ask you for anything. He said, I actually got help from other places. I didn't ask you for anything. I did not. I spoke to you humbly. Remember we said yesterday about how he, can't, he they criticized him for being humble in speech sometimes. I came to you humbly. I didn't ask. And I simply pointed you to the gospel of Christ. These other people, false apostles, come in and they boast and they're proud and they're trying to take money from you. And they look good. It said, no wonder even Satan disguised himself as an angel of light. So it's not strange that his ministers would also disguise themselves as ministers of righteousness. This will, their end will match their deeds. Um, a good question to ask about leaders, pastors, teachers. Who are they pointing to? One of the things I was told in my training as a minister early on was to Never make yourself the hero of your story. The hero of the story should always be Jesus, not you. And so if I ever do anything or tell anything about myself that seems like I'm bragging, I hope that what I'm doing is I'm seeing, I'm trying to point you to how Jesus has worked in my life while also knowing that he's got really bad stuff to work with with me. <laughs> you know, uh, there's a lot of people that are a lot better at this than I am. And so I want to be very careful in my life to not be arrogant or boastful because I, I very well can be. I very well can be. So I'm trying to learn in my life the lesson of humility and, and learn how to make sure that Jesus is always the hero of the story. And I, and I think the longer I've been around, the longer I've preached, the longer I've been in ministry, the longer I've listened to people and learned from people, I, I think the two things that we should look for and who we follow should always be humility. Humility has got to be key because that's what Christ was. Christ was a humble servant. It, Philippians, though, being the very nature of God, he did not seek equality with God as to be gained, but humbled himself to the point of a servant. So we see that Christ was humble. Christ washed the feet of his disciples. Christ led with humility. But within that, I think the fruit of the Spirit. Um, I, think, I think we see here in this passage here these super apostles. Um... And we want super apostles, don't we? If we're gonna be if we're gonna be honest, y'all, don't we want super apostles? Don't we want people to tell us how to solve our problems? Don't we want people to make it easy for us? Don't we want five easy steps or seven easy practices? Wouldn't that be easy if we just had a checklist of what to do? And if some great and charismatic leader could come along and tell us what to do and how to do it, then we wouldn't have to worry, we could just do what we're told. But the gospel of Jesus isn't one that we do what we told, we're told. The gospel of Jesus is one where we submit to him. He says, take my yoke upon you. My burden is light. Jesus doesn't want us to give away our agency to someone else, but he wants us to choose to follow him. And he wants to walk with us through the difficult days because we don't, I don't know about you, but I don't really want difficult days. I want easy days. I want it to be easy. I'm I'm tired of being hard sometimes, y'all. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you about it. <laughs> There's days now and I'm like, Lord, this is a lot. <laughs> this is a lot. We're, I'm going through and we're going through. I'm like, this is just more than I can handle, Lord. 
And there's days I wish that some super apostle could come and just give me seven easy steps to make everything easier for four easy payments of $29.99. But that's not the way of Christ. The way of Christ is humility and service and even difficult days at times. Because did not our Lord suffer? And did not our Lord say, take this cup from me? And did not our Lord struggle with things that, um, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I would long to gather you as a, under my wings as a hen does her chicks, but you would not let me. You see, Jeru you see Jesus so desperately wanting to love the people of Jerusalem, they wouldn't let him. So I think we see this beautiful contrast here between Paul, humble, trying to point them to Jesus, trying to keep them rooted in the gospel, trying to keep them focused on what really matters. And these false apostles, these super apostles, these false ministers of light that come in and make it about themselves, make it about what they want, make it about their boasting and their pride. So um, I, think one, I think those are two tests for us as Christians to think about who we follow. Who do we follow? Are they leading with humility? Are they leading pointing to Jesus? Do we see the fruit of the Spirit in their life? And we all, no matter how charismatic they may be, or no matter how many how many YouTube views they may have, or no matter how many TV stations they're on, or no matter how many radio stations they're on, or how many podcasts they have, if we don't see what Paul's talking about here, this humility, and I'll even add to it, if we don't see the fruit of the Spirit, then we need to be careful who we follow and careful who we listen to. Paul tells us here, it's all about the gospel of Jesus. It's all about the gospel of Jesus. Let's be careful not to submit to any false gospel. Let's be careful to submit not to any false teacher, no matter how appealing they may look. But let's follow that humble path of Christ. And when we do that, we'll see where Christ is leading us, and we'll find the life we desperately need. Hey, thanks for watching today, guys. Appreciate you. Hope these are blessings to you. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning for another reflection. Have a great day.